Hey there, listeners. You have clicked play on another episode of the spinoff show. This is Anthony, also known as the Jock from the Jock and Nerd podcast. And on this particular episode, I have on a very, very special guest. First off, she's a woman, and I haven't had very many women on this podcast. So that's exciting. I'd like to talk to the opposite sex for the first time in a long time on this show. But more importantly than being a woman, she is a really awesome chick to talk to. Now, by the name of the show, you'll have seen that she is a phone sex provider. Her name is Ren, W-R-E-N. And we get into phone sex. We get into her career. We get into how she got there, what she's learned about herself, and what she's learned about men and relationships. We do a lot of deep dive into relationship stuff. I thought it was a really good conversation. It definitely opened up my eyes to the fact that um, she's just a normal person like anyone else. And I hope you enjoy listening to me talk to the phone sex provider, better known as Ren, on the spinoff show. Check it out. This is the Jock Spinoff Show. So, Ren, what's up? This should be an interesting show. <laughs> you think? I think so. I mean, the last time I heard you, well, I've heard you on The Voice from the Underground a few times, and it always starts off hot. Hot. Wow. I See, I feel like I'm kind of lame on their show because um, they talk about politics and, uh, like, nerdy stuff, both of which I really don't... <laughs> um, have any reference to so uh well i remember that was not this last one you were on this week mm-hmm. but the the one prior to that was the one jason was like hey listen to this just listen to the first five minutes and i play it and they're like hey ren or whatever they say they give you your intro and you're like my panties are wet or something like that <laughs> i'm like oh okay this like she this isn't just a thing for her. She just does this all the time. It's my <laughs> stick. It's your thing. Yeah, it's your stick. <laughs> so for anyone that's, um, I mean, well, no one's, I, I don't know if there's many people that have ever heard you on a podcast. Just give a brief rundown of who you are. Who I am. I am 30. I'm a Midwest girl. Go Cubs. Kill the Astros. I am uh, a big girl. I have a house and I live a really boring, quiet life in my rural Midwest haven. Um, But as it so happens, I have a unique profession. Do you want me to go there yet? Are we gonna yeah, go into it. That? We'll just go right into it. <laughs> awesome. Um, so for six years now, I've been a phone sex provider, virtual courtesan, uh, girlfriend experience extraordinaire. And is this phone or uh, what is it? Virtual girlfriend? Is that what this site is? Uh, well, my, my personal website is sweet virtual girlfriend. There we go. Yeah. The, um, the site through which I take calls and texts and so forth is definitely more phone sex oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, I just provide something a little softer, a little more, uh, meaningful, I guess. 
So for the, for you, that site is personally just you, right? Yeah. Yeah, got it. Okay. But then that is that site part of a bigger, your site is kind of a bigger network that is a part of? Uh, well, okay. So my website, Sweet Virtual Girlfriend, is just me. It's my domain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't take calls or anything through that site. It's essentially just a place to host my blog and, like, you know, oh. get some traffic. Right. Got it. Got so it. I take calls on Nightflirt, which is just a platform where anybody can put up a profile and take calls. So. Got it. Got it. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the first question I have to ask you is. What did you want to be when you were a little girl and grow up to be? <laughs> a phone sex operator. God. Really? Okay. <laughs> no. Um, I wanted to be a ton of things. I wanted to be a truck driver and a beautician. And um, they don't call them beauticians anymore. I'm my grandmother's granddaughter. And I wanted to be a teacher. And I wanted to be an accountant. And I wanted to be... Um, Honestly, at my core, and this sounds so vapid, I hate myself for saying it, but I really just wanted to be like a rich guy's housewife. Okay. Uh, I knew that from the time I was like, I don't know, maybe seven or eight. That's that's what I wanted out of life. You know, it's funny you say that. I was listening to a, a podcast with Dan Bilzerian. Are you familiar? Mm-mm. So Dan Bilzerian is this rich guy always puts out on social media how he's with like women and stuff. Um, and he was like, I don't really find like girls that are wanting to be with a rich man. Like, I don't find that to be a negative thing. Like they like are wanting to be with me because of my money, but my money is because I am successful in X, Y, Z. So they're really admiring my success. I was like, Oh, that's a really healthy way to approach that. I'm like, cause most people be like, Oh, you're just a gold digger. Yeah. No. Um, well, and let's be honest, some girls are. 100%. Totally. So, so sorry. Yeah, we got a little disconnected, but you were, you love to talk to people. I know. Isn't that <laughs> bizarre? It's crazy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just needed, like, um, I needed something where I could, you know, work whenever I wanted to. And, um, I was in my early twenties, so I wasn't qualified to do a whole hell of a lot. Like I'm not a medical coder or anything. So I just remembered that time on those lines and thought, well, there's, I know there's women that get paid to do that. So mm-hmm. I just started investigating. And then you found something where, where you get paid to have people talk to you. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. It's yep. pretty great. And you've been at it since your early twenties. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, first off, um, but how does it work? So is, it's not like those late night things that I'm t- that I'm imagining or remembering when I was a kid. Uh, no, those are usually um, those are usually like companies where. Oh, okay. You're not really an employee of them. You're still an independent contractor, but you're like accountable to them. Uh, and I tried that and I sucked. I hated it. I don't like other people's rules. Oh, is so, it, what, what kind of rules are there? Uh, well, you don't get to decide what you're going to talk about or what you're not going to talk about. Mm. Um, and if you don't want to talk about something or to someone, you're penalized. Um, mm. I'm not down with that. <laughs> like, like, what do you not like to talk about? Well, you know, like... Like, is this known up front? 
if someone like were to try to contact you, they know up front what you can't talk about or what you don't want to talk about? Um, they don't necessarily know up front, but okay. I have an online presence. And so unless they call in and just hear my voice sample, mm-hmm. which those calls almost always go south because they're not, you know, they're just wanting a voice to get off to. Mm. Um, so I have a pretty detailed profile on Nightflare and it's pretty clear. Like you're not yeah. going to call me to talk about kids or you're not going to call me to like, you're going to call me because this is what I offer. And, um, that's another thing. I don't, I don't have a problem hanging up on somebody. Like if we're not clicking or if, if, you know, he's being really persistent about talking about something I'm absolutely not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I'll just hang up. If you want to get a refund, go get it. I'll just hang up. Really? Yeah. And uh, how does that work as far as, like, is it, you do you charge by the minute, the hour, the half hour? How does that work? The minute. The minute. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I got to, wait, what's, what, let me look up this night flutter thing. What, what is it? W, W dot. N-I-T-E flirt dot com. Uh, see, I was spelling night the right way. And yeah, I, can't find it. I know. <laughs> and then if I, I just search Ren, W R E N. Uh, yeah, that should bring me up. All right, let's see here. I just want to see if I can find. Oh, there. I think this is you. All right, here we go. Let's see. Oh wait a minute. No. Look up. Um. Look up. Sweet songbird. No, I found you. Oh okay. Yeah, it's still. If you find, if you look up Ren, it still finds you. Okay. Virtual girlfriend, courtesan, courtesan, seductress, relationship counselor, grief counselor, comedian. Is that say comedian? Comedian. Comedian. What's that? Female. That's a female comedian. Oh, is there is a distinction? <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. I'm mistress and the old <laughs> woman and the and friend. I love all these are roles. I don't want to pretend to be someone else. She like me. Okay. So no, none of this role play bullshit. I mean, unless I, like you like this person. Yeah, because that keeps things spicy. That's fine, but um, yeah, we're we're just not gonna like we're we're not gonna flip that switch like in the first five minutes of our conversation. It's, what do what do the first five minutes usually go like with someone that's like you're like clicking with? Like a first date, just yeah. getting to know each other, just yeah. hanging out, getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so like so different nowadays because everyone that. A lot of people are my age, so I'm 31. A lot of people mm-hmm. that are in the the dating game, like they flirt just by text. Like no one calls anybody anymore. Yeah. So this is so this is like old school. It is, and um, a lot of people are really surprised that it's still relevant. But mm-hmm. um, it's very personalized, and it's um, I. I genuinely think that anybody coming to Nightflare or coming to any phone sex site is looking for more than they think they are. Because if you just want to get off, you can turn on a porn. Right. Or you can go to one of those cam sites. If you mm-hmm. come to somebody who is live and in your ear, you're looking for something a little more. And let's face it, we live in like a super cold, sterile world where people don't connect anymore. And so this is like, this is the ideal because, um, yeah, you have to pay for it, but you have to pay for therapy. You have Mm -hmm. to pay for an escort. You have to pay. um, It's really ideal. 
Yeah, it's it's kind of like a you mentioned like a sterile world, and it is like very the flirting nowadays and all the you know all the like the dating apps are also all that stuff is all very. I mean, you see like kind of who you're talking to, but it's all you can't tell tone, you can't tell if someone's joking necessarily, you can't really right. tell um, those things via text. So I think this is kind of a like a missing thing that we we as humans we like to just talk to somebody, and this yep. has all been kind of like removed just because of. Uh, smartphones and and the like so i think Mm -hmm. this kind of does make sense yeah and i mean they're really they're the the majority of women on night flirt really do offer that more moaning and panting when when the phone is picked up and wham bam thank you ma'am but so you don't start off hot like that you're like let's mm -hmm. just get to let's just figure out if we're vibing yep yep because you're not going to have sex with every single person you see on the street, you know? Like Probably not, no. I don't no. think I would. No. no. Well, I'd hope not. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd have to lose a lot of respect for you there, honey. Um, but Did you have any respect for me to start? Well, you know, that marginal introductory uh, given respect was there. Yeah, there you go. You know? Yeah. Common courtesy. Common courtesy, stuff. right, right, right. No, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bang anyone. I wouldn't bang anyone off the street. Yeah, no. Um, and that's that's the same with me. Like, and yeah, there are lots of providers who will just—they're really good actresses. Um, mm-hmm. and I can do that if I need to. Like, if I'm hustling really hard to save up for a ridiculously expensive vacation, I don't know. Um, I've done that, mm-hmm. but. I would so rather not. Like, mm-hmm. I would so rather not. You'd rather have a legit, like, this is, we're vibing out, we we enjoy talking to one another, and then let's just see what happens sort of thing. Yeah, because if you're a guy and you're calling for some kind of fulfillment, if I'm authentically feeling you, that mm-hmm. energy is going to be so much more fulfilling for you than if I'm going. If you're putting on an act. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would see right through that. Yeah. Do do a lot of guys when they get on there? Do they know what they're even looking for, or is it just like I'm trying this? My guys have no idea. Most of my guys are genuinely just thinking they're horny and they just want to talk to somebody that will masturbate with them or, you know, listen to them masturbate or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, My guys that end up being amazing Mm -hmm. uh, typically have no idea. It Hmm. just, it just happens. And then they're like, Oh, what the fuck is happening? And yeah, it's amazing. I've heard of, I mean, when you visit strip clubs, you've heard of like girls having their regulars. Is this a normal thing too for, for this industry? Like you have regular guys that you know that call in pretty regularly? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's, obviously that's better for me for a number of reasons. You know, if you're a return caller, then that is fulfilling my fiduciary uh <laughs> they they like what you're what you're what you're packing or what you're where you're bringing out yeah yeah, yeah. um but packing? it's yeah, i'm not packing yeah i was gonna I'm say not, packing's not the right to, the packing is not the right word there. if they want me to i'll pack but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's it 
it gets really intense when they return and we build, you know, a relationship, chemistry, Mm -hmm. what have you. Yeah. Does it it gets intense as equally as intense for you? Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So you've been on a number of podcasts. Um, maybe like six, six. How do people find? How do people? How do podcasters find you? I was so so flabbergasted when Jason was like, "Hey, man, um, I have a this girl Ren that's been on my show. You should talk to her because you do these long like uh, long form conversations. I think it'd be really interesting." I'm like, "What? (laughs) How did you find her?" He's like, "Twitter, man." I'm like, "What?" So how do people find? Is it Twitter or like how how have other is. podcasts? Twitter, really? Okay, it is. Yep, I used to be really, really active in cross promotion with other providers, mm-hmm. and um, there's another night flirt gal who's my buddy who um, was starting to kind of be active on podcasts. Um, she had kind of I think a pre existing connection to somebody on a podcast. And so she would promote me and the podcast people would follow me. And then um, just out of the blue one time, somebody asked me to do like kind of a bit, Mm -hmm. like a regular bit for their show. Mm -hmm. That kind of turned out to be a nightmare. But um, through that and just promoting podcasts and people following me, um, people just asked me to show up. So I would do it. I actually think, just thinking about it right now, it's podcasts might be almost the perfect platform for you to promote yourself because it's all audio, so it's yeah. the same same format as what your business is. Yeah, a lot of people that listen to podcasts like hearing someone talk. They're usually <laughs> like usually have a lot of free time to like at least listen to somebody, and then you being on the podcast can kind of sell your personality, and then they're like. Instead of calling a uh, random alun- uh, like a random person like uh, Skyler over here, I'm gonna call yeah. Ren yeah, because yeah. I heard Ren on a podcast and Ren sounds dope as fuck, and I'm gonna dope call her and s- yeah. So I think you should do as many podcasts as possible. I love doing it. Um, I took I took a bit of a hiatus when I sort of took a break from cross promotion and people just stopped reaching out and whatever. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really do like, I really do like doing it. And it is like a very similar art. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just fun. You know, I love, I love, uh, getting to know people in any, in any venue. So yeah, it's a good time. Now you've been on Jason's podcast. We've talked about this and they, they talk politics. Uh-huh. You're not a big politics person though. Um, I mean, I am a, um, I'm a principled person, you know, Mm -hmm. I know what I stand for and it's important to me and I try to vote according to what I stand for. Um, I try to, I try to stay as involved as I can without going crazy, but like Jason is the next level. I admire the hell out of him because he's so smart. He know he is so knowledgeable when it comes to this. He, I had him on my show last week. I don't know if you heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he he just drops names, and I'm going. 
oh, bro, I don't even know who that is. Right? <laughs> right? Bro, you're, you're referencing cases that I've... I, I'm just going to nod my head and act like I know what you're talking about, but I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. Exactly. Like, Sunday night, they were... They went on a good, like, 20-minute talk about, you know, this certain thing going on, and I'm literally sitting on my phone playing a game, <laughs> listening listening for that cue, and they're going to be like, what do you think, Ren? Because I had... I had no idea. And I hate that because I should be listening. I should know what's going on in the world. But it, it does make you feel like a little, if you care at least about things going on, it makes you feel like shit, man. I don't, I don't really know what's going on. I, know. All I, care, I care about these stupid things and what really matters. I have no idea. Yeah, it's, uh, it's shameful. And we all need to know what's going on. Like the world is, scary right now and there are too many people that are either just like they're generational voters they vote mm. the way they vote because their dad voted that way and their mm. dad voted the way they voted because his dad voted that way and um, we all need to like be more informed and we all need to make really good choices but it's so much do you, ever, do you ever get anyone that calls in and goes, hey, I just want to talk politics to you. Trump's making me pissed off, and I just want to hang out and talk politics with you. Do you just immediately click? Has that well, ever I, even happened? <laughs> it hasn't happened. But as long as they called and said Trump's really pissing me off, first of all, like I'd probably just immediately start masturbating. But <laughs> secondly, I would love that. Now, if they called and said... Uh, make America great again, go Trump. I'd be like, does this sound like a phone hanging up? And that would be that. So I would, well, no, unless I, unless I thought I could humiliate them. I might stay on. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if you could take some of their dollars and then make them feel stupid, yeah. that might not be a bad idea either. Yeah. I don't know if I just inadvertently encouraged people to call you and troll you. I, I apologize if that's the case. <laughs> No, as long as as long as they want to talk about how much Trump sucks, or as long as they're willing to be humiliated if they don't, then it's all good. <laughs> so when you're on these other shows, I remember we we had our little chat prior to this, like two weeks ago. I don't know, was that a week or maybe more than that? It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, but, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, but we had our little chat, and you you challenged me to make this. A different than your other podcasts. <laughs> so what what's the typical thing people ask you that when you're on other shows besides yeah, Voice from the Underground? Because Voice from the Underground literally just treats you like you know just as much about politics as everyone else in the group. They, they just they treat do. you like they don't even. It's like you're the phone sex provider right from the beginning, but then the rest of the show you're just rent. It doesn't right. fucking matter, which is kind of cool actually. Yeah, they're good to me. Um, no, I mean usually. You know, everybody asks the same questions like, what's your craziest call? And do you actually um, like have fun with the guys? Or are you just like working a crossword puzzle? Just <laughs> It's just boring. And I mean, granted, your audience isn't the same as all those other audiences. So those might genuinely be things your listeners want to know. But I don't know. I don't know if I don't know what my listeners when they tune into this show, I don't know what the fuck they're gonna think to expect. <laughs> they might think that it's just me and you flirting for an hour. 
or it well, might, or they might just think it, it, it's me calling you, like recording a bit, or I'm recording <laughs> me, like I'm paying you right now to do this, and you like are you fully agreed that like I'm gonna have phone sex with you, and then I just put it out. Trust me, listeners, that is not happening. <laughs> She's not making any money off this, unfortunately. <laughs> I appreciate your time because I know you could be just dialing, getting all those dollars right now from. <laughs> one of your regulars but instead you're you're hanging out with me talking about bullshit i'm kicking it with tony tone yeah i'm happy to be here that's awesome i remember um you also (laughs) i'll just bring it up you sent me this thing you're like do you have a a girlfriend uh because i don't want to piss her off i'm i was like no we're we're good you don't have to worry about that (laughs) like okay here's why here's why because not this past time, but the last time I was on with voice, Voices from the Underground. Okay. Like, I knew that Jason and Haas were married, and yep. I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna like flirt with whoever I talk to, cause I just flirt. It's not yeah. even, it's not even entirely a bit, it's just who I am. Yeah, but, it's like breathing for you. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, I was laying it on thick, thick with TJ. Number one, because let's be honest, his voice, could like melt an Eskimo, but he has he has the one of the best voices. Every I've had him on Damn. my show, and all the girls that I know, I had them listen to the show, and they're like, he has a hot voice, right? And he's just as easy to look at. I got to see him. He's a good looking night. dude, yeah. So, um, I was laying it on thick, and then I find <laughs> out a month, like two months later, that he got married, and I'm like. I hope to Jesus that the woman who you put a ring on her finger wasn't listening and thinking <laughs> I'm some whatever. So, yeah, I just don't want to piss women off. I love women and I don't want any, um, you know, any girlfriend or wife or fiance or even a side piece being like, get up off my man. Get up off my Tony's mine. <laughs> but there's no th- real threat to you. How are they even gonna, they're not going to find you. Well, they're not going to find me, but I'm a threat, all right. Believe that. <laughs> I'm just saying that the girl, even if you flirt with me this entire time, and I have, I had a girlfriend. Like, if she got really fucking pissed about that, I'd be like, "Chill. Like, what is like, what is wrong with you? I'm hanging out. I'm talking to someone via a podcast right now. I'm not even calling this person, like, and giving them money and having them flirt with me. We're just talking." I don't know. I feel like that'd be really insecure of the other girl. But then again, girls can be pretty insecure sometimes, I guess. All genders can be insecure. That's true. Guys and girls. And yeah, uh, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. No, you're, you're good. You're Gucci with me. You don't have to, uh, <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. I, I, I am yeah. like recently single though. I'm like, not recently, recently. not recently. What? Probably like five months. I don't even know. Let's talk about it. How long sure. was the relationship? It was only like a year. Mm. If that, maybe like 11 months. Okay. So. What happened? You know, it's one of those things where um, legitimately you just realize maybe five, six months in, at least at this in this time in our lives, it just wasn't like we just weren't getting along. Like it legitimately just didn't work. Like every, like, you know, when like little things turn into big fights, I think that's a Uh huge red flag. I think that's, I think that when, when you're having some sort of conversation and, um, the type of sauce that you order for your fries 
or your chicken tenders doesn't match what the girl wanted or you didn't ask. I think that, and that turns into a huge argument about whether we should be together or not. I think that's, that's a big red flag. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest. If you're not eating your fries with ketchup mixed with mayonnaise, then what then you, are you even doing on this planet anyway? <laughs> I'm actually not a big ketchup person. I'm not, but if you mix it with mayonnaise and give me some waffle fries. Oh, I'll... waffle fries are the bomb. Mm. But are you, you're from the Midwest, right? Mm-hmm. Do you eat hot dogs with ketchup or mustard? Um, I try not to eat hot dogs as a general rule. As a general rule, because it's pig. Was it because it's pig entrails? Mystery me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I try not to do that. All right, fair enough. Because I, I was going to say, if you eat hot dogs with ketchup and you're from like the Chicagoland area, that is fucking blasphemous. I am from the Chicagoland area. I live in Dallas, Illinois now, but. I have eaten a hot dog when there is no other option and I'm like at a party where all they're serving is hot dogs. I have had a hot dog with ketchup. I mean, it's not like the worst thing in the world. I'm saying if that's your preference and you grew up in Chicago, Uh -uh. I don't know what's going on with you. No, I love mustard. Yeah, mustard's legit. I love brats with mustard. Brats or brats and mustard are awesome too. I'm fasting. We got to stop talking about food. Why are you fasting? Because I make bad choices and I wanted to do something drastic before vacation because I'm going to eat like a fat girl on vacation. What do so. you, what's your fast? Is this, is this like a cleanse sort of thing? No, I'm just fasting 16 hours a day. So I only eat from like 10 in the morning till six in the evening. Oh, no shit. And then no liquids either? A water. Yeah. Water. And yeah. is this just, is like a diet to lose weight? No, just to like train my brain to not. Like, I'll eat at like ten thirty at night, and it's something bad. And I mm-hmm. need, I need to train my brain to like not eat just because I can't. Like, and mm. it's totally working. I actually look forward to eating now. And in those hours that I can't eat, it's mm-hmm. not like, oh God, I wish I could eat that. It's just like, oh, it's eight p.m. I can't eat right now, so I'll wait till morning. And do it's you working. feel? Do you feel your body getting? like hungry after six or is it like now trained to know we're, we're in, we're in, we're using the reserves here. We're burning the fat and the carbs that we have in the body right now. And we're not eating till 10 o'clock. The next yeah, day. no, I'm only hungry in the morning. Oh, nice. Yep. So yep. you, and how long are you going to do this fast? Is this like a, how long or how long can you do a fast? I don't know. I don't know if there's like a recommended time. Um, I mean, either way, it's really not good to like eat within a couple hours of bedtime. But yeah, I heard that from my mom when I was growing up. Yeah, uh, I eat I eat drunk food all the time, so unfortunately, I don't follow it. Yeah, you're a man. Uh, men are different. Like, yeah, I got a really fast metabolism too, so I can't yeah. compare. I used to. Uh, no, I'm leaving on Thursday morning for vacation, and all bets are off from that morning until. I get back home. Do you want to talk about where you're going? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Where are you going? Um, I am getting on the train in Chicago and I'm taking like a sleeper car to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So like two days on the train and then I'm staying in Seattle night and um, going like to Pike Place and all that Seattle stuff. Yeah. Hopefully if I have time and then um, I'm taking a seven day cruise to Alaska. Oh fuck! On one of those all-inclusive cruises. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What what cruise line? 
beautiful in America. Uh, okay. I've done a few cruises, but not, not up to Alaska. That's going to be legit. I know. I'm so irrationally excited. I can't <laughs> even I, handle it. Is this a solo trip? No, it's not. No. Do you want no. to talk about who you're going with? <laughs> <laughs> a travel companion. A, a male or female, or do you prefer not to say? A travel companion. A travel companion. Okay, so this will be a fun trip. Yeah. Yeah. Have you done cruises before? Um, I have only done one. Okay. And I got to say, I'm a bit of a cruise snob because my first cruise, I went for broke and I did Disney, like right off the bat. Oh, geez. Those are way uh, over the top. Yeah. I had never been to Disney World even. And um, I just heard so many people talk about like... Um, the quality of the, the, the line and everything. And mm-hmm. it was, <laughs> let's see, that was four years ago. So I was like 26. It was my dream as a 26 year old still to meet Cinderella. So <laughs> where the fuck are you going to, do you realize that this isn't Cinderella is not a real person, right? Tony, this conversation <laughs> might be over. If you keep talking like that. <laughs> Oh, so you want to meet... Okay, let's keep going. You want to meet this Cinderella, okay? Mm-hmm. And Snow White. And Snow White. So, um, so I took a Disney cruise. Okay. And um, it was like, you know, for... Okay, like it's not... What are those really fancy cruises? Um, Oceana or something like that? Yeah. You know, it's not that, but it's definitely top of the line in, in the category it's in. So... so the- you were spoiled right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I decided on that boat that I would never sail Carnival. <laughs> Coincidentally, Holland America is owned by Carnival, but its ratings are much better. Um, so, fingers are crossed. I, I did a Carnival cruise. Granted, I was in college, and I didn't know any better. I thought it was fine. Well, yeah, when you're in college and you're all about that life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I'm life an, are you about now? The relaxation life? I'm an old life? lady. I'm you're an not, old lady. You're, you're not old. Get the fuck out of here. Well, no, I'm not old, but I'm an old lady. Like, old I, soul, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, have a, I have a quiet life. Like, the agent told me when I booked it, he's like, you sound pretty young, and I feel like I need to warn you that um, on this ship, you know, carpet kind of gets rolled up at like 8 o'clock. Sold. Like, you're like, perfect. Take my money. Take it. Take double my money. Go. Do you um do you get motion sickness on the boats? Um I only did the first time on the very last night because the waters were pretty rough. My my recommendation is buy some Dramamine and just take it. Oh, I have Dramamine. I'm yeah. gonna just stay ahead of it this time for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's what I yeah. do when I've I've been on cruises. I I pop in that Dramamine. I pop it like uh like Advil and just every yeah, yeah and then it was like perfect. I didn't, I didn't yeah. feel anything, and I usually get motion sickness pretty quick. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay ahead of it this time because it's like you know more than two times as long as my first cruise. So you yeah. gonna you gonna gamble on the boat? Um, you know they have a casino, but I am so not a gambler. I'm not really? a control. I'm I'm too much of a control freak. 
Um, I I haven't noticed that. I mean, you did you did mention that you would hang up on a caller if if they weren't talking about the things you want to talk about. But other than that, I don't think you're much of a control that freak. That is not exactly what I've said. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I I mean I don't have disposable income like that. Like I spent a lot of money on this vacation, and then I'm gonna like gamble away hundreds of dollars while I'm no. Yeah, no, I I hear no. you. I go to I go to Vegas a lot, and um. I used to be into the gambling thing and then I found like the parties and the pool stuff and I was going to myself, why am I going to risk my money on things that I don't even know if this, it's probably going to lose it. If I'm going to mm-hmm. lose my money, I'm going to lose my money on the things that I actually like and have a little bit of control over. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've, I'm off the, I've been off the gambling thing for like 10 years now or nine or 10 years. Yeah. But yeah. I used to go to Vegas and just fucking spend tons of dough just on sports betting and like roulette and blackjack and now i'm just no that's i can't do it anymore see yeah no that has never held an appeal for me actually um my favorite uh mr caller right now um he goes to vegas uh like once a year i think Mm -hmm. and uh we've had like extensive talks about that i've never I've never had the desire to go, like maybe to go to a couple shows and walk around and see all the flashy lights. But what You've other never, people want? You have want, no desire to go to Vegas. I would love to drive out there because I love the west, the western United States. I love the scenery. Mm-hmm. But most things that other people want, I don't want. Hmm. Like what? Yeah. What else? What? What are most things that? What are? Give me another example. Well, like another destination example. Um. So. I lost my dad this year, and last year... You lost your what? My dad. Okay. Sorry to hear that. Thank you. Um, Last year through the summer, I was like, anywhere you want to go, we'll go. Okay. And he picked Gatlinburg, Tennessee. (laughs) I'm like, really? Where all the trashy people go thinking they're in the Maldives? Like... Wait, what's Gat- what, what is Gatlinburg, Tennessee? You've never heard of Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge and like those plastic tourist traps in the Smoky Mountains? Oh, is that what that is? Have you ever been, or have you ever been to Branson, Missouri? Have you ever heard of that? I've, I think I've heard of it. I don't, I don't do the touristy thing though. All that. Well, much. yeah, good for you, but you go to Vegas. Hello. I go to Vegas, but Vegas is like adult playland. That's why I yeah. go to Vegas. Yeah, Gatlinburg is like a. Big, big, big old trashy tourist trap. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, my apologies to your listeners that love Gatlinburg, Tennessee. It's beautiful. The mountains are beautiful. The scenery is beautiful. The offerings are not. You got it's- that one person that was probably going to spend at least a thousand minutes with you on the phone. That it was from Gatlinburg. It was like, fuck you, Ren. Well, I'm out. I'm out on you. I'll cut my losses. <laughs> I I'm wouldn't just- have anything in common with him anyway. Probably. Probably not. Yeah, he probably wears a MAGA hat. (laughs) You are just full on. If you're a MAGA person, (laughs) you're out. Wow. Yeah. That's like probably 40% of this country at least. Well, well. I don't even know. I don't don't even know the percentages. I don't really know what the fuck I'm talking about. I just pulled that number out of my ass. Yeah, I hope it's not. Oh, my God. I hope it's not 40% of the country. I mean, I think there's there's levels to it. I don't think there's like there's the people that voted for him and are just like I'm I'm fed up with the left and how they're fucking like treating me. So I don't think they're full on like MAGA. I think they're just like 
well, I just hate the left, so I'm going to yeah. go vote for the right. And then there's full-on, like, hardcore MAGA people, and then there's full-on, like, racist motherfuckers. So it's like a, probably like a spectrum. Yeah, you're probably right. I, I'm uh, probably right. You're right, Tony. You're right. <laughs> I hope that I hope you record that and play it over and over because you saying you're right, Tony. You're right. Yeah, yeah. If you would have said it like in a more like like if you were orgasming, like at the same time, <laughs> I probably could have used it. But yeah, to, not yeah. You not have anymore. to pay for that. Yeah, you have to pay for that and. Um, I mean, we're developing chemistry, so maybe like another time I'd pay for it. But right now we're just <laughs> we're just chilling, hanging out. <laughs> so, going up to Alaska, do you get to do you like stop in Alaska? Yeah, there's oh, nice. three, there's three stops in Alaska, and then we're stopping in uh, Victoria, British Columbia, on the way home. Oh, nice! Or on the way back to Seattle, and then I'm flying first class home. Jeez, first class! Look at you. Well, I found really good deals. Like, I'm not a big baller. I found amazing deals that I could not pass up. So, yeah. The fuck are you doing in Southern Illinois? You brought that up earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the city. Really? Yeah, I have, like, I have, number one, I have really bad anxiety. And number two, um, I hate. If I have to go there, I don't want it to take longer than 10 minutes. Okay. Um, I hate the idea of driving 45 minutes to get my dinner. You know, like, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like small town life. Um, I don't love the mentality, you know, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just like small town life. What do you like the most about small town life? Um, just the atmosphere, like people are just nicer. Do, does your current small town, do they know who you are? Mm -mm. (laughs) No, no. They think I'm like, um, I don't know what they think, but now that I have this side gig, I'm kind of establishing myself as that. So mm-hmm. I think that's just what they associate me to. So that's What's fine. The side game, I, I heard it on Voice from Underground. You're in sales? Yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. You liking it? Uh, so far, yeah. Huh? So far. You, you like it? Yeah. It, but it's, is it, it's not as fun as the um, oh, phone sex operating. What could be as fun as that? Or phone sex providing. Providing. Providing, right. We're not, we're not old. <laughs> um what was i gonna say so uh okay here's my question for you and and you can choose not to answer it if you want um as you're in your career as a phone sex provider have you have you had relation like relationships with other people as well like personal like physical relationships Mm -hmm. wait what like like boyfriend girlfriend type stuff Separate from, yes. Separate from, okay. How well, does wait. that? What What are you asking? <laughs> so, like, like, okay. So, like, let's say you had you're doing your career and you've been doing this six, eight years, whatever. Mm-hmm. Have you had a boyfriend during this time? I should have just asked it like that. I've had a significant other. Yeah. You've had a significant other. Mm-hmm. How does that conversation go? Um, it's pretty forward. Well, and I'm, you know, if I'm really wanting. 
for a real life. Sure. A, a tangible. Although, although this but, is, I mean, this is not fake. You're the stuff that's happening over well, the phone no, isn't fake. No, a tangible. Sure, a tangible. Right, tangible, where you can fucking grab that shit. <laughs> oh, don't grab her by the pussy. Um, <laughs> if if I really am into somebody and I want to be with them, I'm accommodating. Like, I'll be like, okay, if you don't want me to do this, then you should probably like pay me or find me a job. But, um. <laughs> It's never been a problem because it's separate, you know, like it's just separate. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think. I don't I don't know how I'd feel about it. I'm trying to put myself in that situation because you're making emotional connections, which is like I, men. I think men are more afraid of the physical connection. Than mm-hmm. the emotional stuff, whereas girls sometimes are more afraid of the guy being emotional mm-hmm. with someone than physical. But you're so you're making emotional connections with these people that are calling in. I don't know. I don't know if I could handle it or not. But you have to kind of look at it. Okay, if your if your boo mm-hmm. were a um, were a character on a soap opera, mm-hmm. would you have a problem with that? Uh, probably not unless she started making out with the hot actor and then, <laughs> and then I'd go, <laughs> and then I'd, and then I'd go, how much are you getting paid for that, hon? Oh, okay. Well, see, see, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like, um, you know, like actresses, um, they have to have, um, physical scenes with sure. other people. And, you know, when you're, when you're constantly with somebody like that and then you have to, uh, you have to do this. How do you know that there isn't a bit of a a spark there? Like mm-hmm. it's it's just separate. Like that side of me. Okay. Do I have time for a story? Fuck yeah, you have time for a story. <clears throat> okay, so I had a guy who called me for um about two years and we were like it was really hard for me to just not say, okay, I'm just going to go be with you because we were just like that. And he was married. And, um, in this two years, did you ever like exchange like pictures of one, like that you would know what he looked like? Yeah. He okay. got, he, he would like get on camera for me. and everything. Oh, okay. There, I didn't even know that was an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, but he would, he would. Okay. Yeah. So, um, we were like close talking multiple times a week, um, close. And, uh, I actually was super encouraging of him trying to work things out in his marriage because I think everybody deserves to be happy, especially if you're married and your spouse is making you happy. Like you should have that. And I would encourage that. And he was just so pessimistic about it. And so we got really close. And finally, just kind of out of the blue, mm-hmm. he um, told me that he felt like he needed to work things out with his wife and that he couldn't continue to be with me while he did that. Okay. Okay, fine. Happy for you. I'm going to miss you like hell, but happy for you. So we continued to like occasionally email. We learned. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> we learned that. A few months later, we were um, actually going to be at the same Cubs game at Wrigley. 
Oh, fuck. So I'm like, well, that's nothing because Wrigley holds like 30,000 people. What are the odds I'm actually going to see him? Mm -hmm. He was sitting about 12 feet in front of me. Oh, so you knew him. You knew what he looked like. And you're like, oh, shit, that's fucking him. And he only has the idea of that of your picture online, but he wasn't looking for you. My pictures are old AF. Old as fuck. Hair's different. Like there's, I'm incognito. So, um, <laughs> yeah, he was sitting right there. Okay. And it was the most complex and surreal and bizarre feelings I've ever had in my life because it was like there was me who was like, oh yeah, that guy used to be like my customer, my caller. Mm-hmm. And then there was the part of me that got really attached. It's like I had split personalities. There was like the part of me that got really attached to him and really missed him and really mourned for my loss of him. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was crazy. So like, that's kind of how this is. You know, there's this part of me that's like, this is a job. And yeah, I have these connections and yeah, I have these feelings, but at the end of the day, my life is most important. And then there's the part of me that's like, oh, this guy's really great. And I really love spending time with him. And <clears throat> so so like there's split. a part of you that can go, this can get really real. Like that, that was an occasion where it was like, this is feeling not like work anymore. Yeah. Huh. Has, has that happened since? Um, or has yeah. it happened? Yeah. But yeah. Not, a, not to that level? Not quite yet. No, not quite yet. it's it's kind of happening at the moment, but not quite yet. Mm. There, not quite yet. Interesting. There. I'm like pulling out like the magnifying glass right now. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like on the trail to figure out what's going on with Ren right now. Yeah. Huh, it's kind of happening right now, huh? Yeah. He's he's so this guy is is hitting all the right strings verbally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. We just have a really good connection, and he's he's very funny. Because I hear I heard on the other show on the Voice from the Underground, you prefer someone that's funny. Leg spreader, yeah. Leg spreader, right off the bat. <laughs> if guy is funny, you're in. You're like like I don't genuinely care. witty, funny, not yeah. like cheesy telling jokes and thinking he's funny. Funny, not not like weird weird pickup lines like they were giving you earlier. <laughs> I t- you know what TJ could walk up to me and tell me he farted and I'd be like yeah. okay let's go um, <laughs> <laughs> for real though T- TJ no. has that voice no for sure yeah um yeah like he's funny and just yeah yeah what so funny obviously do you do you get into like career with these guys do I what do you get into their career and go oh wow like you're successful. Um, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't really talk about their job unless they want yeah, to. Yeah, I guess if they bring it up. Some guys need an escape from that, you know. Um, right. It's kind of evident that, you know, if they are maintaining something with me that they're successful or they're up to their eyeballs in hawk, like, you know. <laughs> um, because... Or they just spend their money completely irrationally. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Although one would one you would probably argue no time spent with you is irrational. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Like I mean, I'm having a good time. See, <laughs> just imagine if you're paying me. Just imagine, um, holy fuck, next level. 
<laughs> so yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then are you like having an internal battle where you're like, fuck, like, I need to like, are you trying, do you have like safeguards on your, I guess on your heart or on your emotions? Or are you just like, whatever happens? Yeah. No. Yeah. I have boundaries in place and they're very important and they're non-negotiable. Yeah. But it's hard, you know, because you're like, um, especially when they don't live very far. It's like, oh, oh temptation. You're, you're just like, right. Uh, it's like, oh, you live in Carbondale and I live in Southern Illinois. Let's fucking yeah, hang out. Or you live in Edwardsville. That's super what close. What the fuck you know about Edwardsville? What, SIU Edwardsville? I, I know about, I know, I live in Illinois. Right, right. I'm not too far from Edwardsville. My cousin played basketball for SIUC though. Is that right? Long time ago. Long time, Long time ago. ago. We're probably like the same age. Yeah, I'm 30. Yeah, I'm 31. I don't don't live in Southern Illinois, so you can't reach me. Damn it. (laughs) I was banking on that. Yeah, and I live in in the city, too, so you'd have to get over your anxiety issues. You'd you'd have to get over all your fears of tall buildings to get over here. I don't fear tall buildings. I know, I'm fucking with you. (laughs) Like, I would, I used to go to Chicago monthly, um, and my mom lives in the in like the uh, in the region, if you're familiar with the region. The region, yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm familiar with the region. Mm-hmm. Does your mom uh, know? Mm-hmm. Sort of. Sort of. What is what do you, what does she think she knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, that I help people on the phone. Ah, so she probably thinks you're like a counselor, <laughs> something like that, like a drug counselor. Or, or an AA account, like an Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> She's like, my daughter is the best. She just doesn't. She just is so altruistic and cares for these people. Yeah, you're basically no. a hero to her. <laughs> she has a pretty good idea, I think. Yeah, she just doesn't. Yeah. You just doesn't get talked about because like this is fucking awkward. Yeah, no. It's my mom. Yeah, no. That's weird. <laughs> All right, here's a question for you. Uh, let's say, uh, let's estimate how many people do you think you've talked to. Let's just throw a number out there. Oh, my God. Uh, probably. Oh, man. Probably more than 10,000. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. So in your 10,000 uh, interactions, what's the common thing you've learned about men? Or what have you learned about humanity? (laughs) There is no common thread. Nothing. Okay. If if anything, um, I would say that men are so guilty of so many of the same things that women get a bad rep for. Okay. Like being overly emotional, probably? Being emotional and needy and sensitive and a little paranoid and... Yeah, I think it's, I, I mean, I think most men are also those things. It's just in our society, it's not right. coveted to be like right. that. Yeah. And, and I mean, I would say, though, that to our defense, a lot of women don't like when a guy is sensitive right off the bat. Right. They, they want, a lot of women prefer a man's man. They want someone to take charge a little bit. Like, they, they enjoy that. Yeah. So, there is like, but I, I agree, there's a ton of 
I mean, I'm, I can be fucking emotional if I need to be emotional. Like that, all guys can be like that. So they'll, 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 but so that's what you've learned is that more, most of guys are, a lot of the guys that you've talked to are just as needy or just as emotional as any woman would be. And erratic. I'm like, yeah, for sure. Erratic. Emotionally, you know, like, Yeah. All right, here's the here's the common question now cuz I asked you what you think you would learn or what you've learned about people. Mm-hmm. The common question that everyone's going to ask me why I didn't ask you and you probably already know is what's the craziest thing that's happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I had no idea you would say that. <laughs> I have oh. to ask. Everyone's going to be like, "Dude, why don't you ask that?" Well, She's a phone is, sex provider. It's so surprising. Um, right? Hey, at least I didn't do it right off the bat. It's been like 55 minutes since we've started. There are so many stories, but the one that, okay, there are two that totally stand out. Um, When I very first started, this guy called me and he was like, he was being really weird. He's like, I want to put my dick in something. And I'm like, back then I wasn't. I didn't have the approach I do now. And I was like, okay, I just need to take calls and I need to be a good phone sex. So you're just like, I need to, I need to play along right off the bat. Yeah. He's like, I want, I need to put my dick in something. And I'm like, well, why not me? You know, blah, blah, blah. And (laughs) so he's like, no, like something around my house. And over a few minutes, it got to the point. Oh, here's another thing about men. They're way more passive aggressive than they, then they give themselves credit for. Okay. All right. So, you know, he's, it's becoming very obvious that he has something very specific in mind. Okay. And I'm like, well, I don't have track hands in your house and I'm not a fucking mind reader. So why don't you just tell me what you want to fuck? And then I'll be like, Hey, go fuck that. <laughs> so <laughs> He wanted to fuck a frozen chicken. Okay. And where, where I, do you play in this? I don't know if he actually did it, but I'm like, Fuck yeah, fuck that frozen chicken. Like, (laughs) your dick might fall off, but go ahead. (laughs) And so he was alleging that he did. I don't know if he actually was or if it was just like a bit for him and he did that to phone sex girls for like shock value. But I was like, all right. Huh. That that is, that wasn't what I was expecting to hear. I mean, I don't know what I was expecting, but yeah, fucking a chicken. Yep. Fucking weird. Frozen chicken. Okay, so that's the one story. Okay, so the second guy, um, total, like, run-of-the-mill, older, successful, uh, you know, the guy you see um, in commercials and, you know, just totally normal dude. Okay, Um, I I imagine his name is Bartholomew. Okay, Bartholomew. Okay. So Bartholomew calls me. And he wants to go on cam really badly. Oh no, you both can't. Um, he wants Talk to go to your on dogs. Cam. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's all good. Um, real bad. He wants to go. He wants to be on cam. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, so he goes on cam. He is wearing. Um, a bra and a tutu. Now, this is like this isn't the irrational part. The fact that he's wearing a bra. I'm already laughing. All right. He's wearing a bra and a tutu, and like a headband from Claire's with like a Disney character or something on it. Okay. And then, <laughs> is he attractive? Yeah, he's 
not bad. It's not, not bad. ugly. Not ugly. Okay. So then he wants to sing me his songs. Okay. Um, he stands up in his tutu and he starts singing like this perverse Weird Al Yankovic uh, parody style version of I'm a Little Teapot, only it's about his dick. Okay. So <laughs> he starts dancing okay. and he lifts his tutu and his, b- <laughs> his ball sack is decorated with red lipstick with a smiley face. <laughs> I will never unsee that. <laughs> How do you not start just laughing? Well, that's what he wants you to do. Of course okay. you laugh. That's what he wants you but to it, do. I mean, but ball sack is pretty like not not the best thing to look at. I love the male anatomy, like with all my heart. Really? I even I ball not, sack? I am not inviting unsolicited dick pics, but I love the male anatomy. Even ball sack? It. it looks like. I don't I even know it. what that looks like. I don't no. even. I can't even describe it. It looks it like lo- like the 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 gobbler on a turkey. <laughs> well, <laughs> some do, but yeah. No, I love the male anatomy. Okay. Love it, love it, love it. I think ball um, sack is nasty. Yeah. Ugh. Not great. It's not the best. Um, but, Female anatomy is much more preferred on my end, but well, I'd hope so. Um, mm. So yeah, he like I will forever, even if I go blind or even if I have dementia, I'll probably always be able to picture that in my head. You'll always mention, you'll always remember Bart's red testicles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, this didn't disappoint these stories. I knew they wouldn't. <laughs> but for the most part, though, the people that call in, I, I get the, I get the idea that the, the most part that call the people that call in are pretty normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. I mean, I get, I get a lot of, um, I, I get submissive guys. I get the occasional, um, sissy slash crossdresser, but. I really have no idea what to do with them, and that's not my scene. Like I can be dominant, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't really resonate with the sissy things. So mm. I have friends that do. You know, I'll just send them along to them. But um, what's the sissy things? Well, you know, like when they want to wear pantyhose and panties, and um, then how does that work? I don't understand how that works on the phone. So they tell you that, and they're like cammed up. Uh, they tell me that sometimes they want to be on cam. Sometimes they'll send pictures. Sometimes they're not, I think genuinely, sometimes they're not even actually dressed that way. They just fantasize about being liberated uh, enough to be able to. Mm, yeah, yeah. 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 And if this is on, is this actually using a phone? It's funny. Yeah. Really. I have yeah. a landline. I'm, oh, I'm wow. OG. Yeah. That's like plugged in landline. Well, it's like a cordless phone. Uh, but I I want. I wanted to. I was picturing, like what I mentioned before, an uh-huh. old rotary phone, uh-huh. and you have it like up on your your ear, and then you have like that attachment to the back of the phone so that it rests on your shoulder. That purple and, light in the background, and, right? Yeah. And you're just you're just chilling on the like the recliner. My like, oiled up cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there? Do you have to get like get in the mode where you're like, okay, I'm. This is like. It's 10 p.m. and it's going to be from 10 to whatever, and I'm I got to get in the zone and be ready to take calls. Like I got to put on my favorite outfit and feel a fucking sexy as hell and be ready to go. Or are you like, I can do this in my sleep. I'm in my fucking pajamas right now. 
Yeah, no, the latter. Like, I live in a tank top and a pair of panties. Like, that's my that's my home wardrobe. Um, and I have a dedicated space in my house that is not my personal bedroom, mm-hmm. where nine times out of ten I take calls just because it's a great atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, you know, I'm laying down. I'm in bed. I'm listening. And, um, yeah. You're, but you're, you're seated right now, right? Mm-hmm. Good. Right. Keep this keep this professional, Ren. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's tempting. <laughs> I don't I don't have that TJ voice, unfortunately. So I can't I can't just <laughs> I can't just say yeah I can't just say random things and you just get turned on. I actually have to try to think a little bit. Nobody has TJ voice, but I should be like you know we shouldn't be talking about TJ because TJ is jealous. I know so. that guy. That guy. Um, he does. He doesn't think that I'm or he's my boo. Like he's my he's my side piece. Like he doesn't. <laughs> I he threatened to throat punch me on his show. Um, but he talks like that when I'm not around. When I'm around, he knows his place, and he only he only I only call him. He never calls me. He's gonna be really mad. I started <laughs> this conversation. Oh my I mean, gosh! You, you. I mean, I I have brought him up a few times because he does have a, a a sexy motherfucking voice. Um, but he knows his role. He knows his role in this relationship. Sexy motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, y'all do you. It's the 21st century. So you guys live and let live. Love wins. <laughs> it's funny cause he's, he's a very religious guy and has like a, a good straight and narrow life. And I'm always joking around now that he's my side piece. <laughs> and he's probably like this motherfucker. Yeah, it's funny because like I could even see him Sunday night because we did like this Zoom thing. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I can't really tell if he's joking and like genuinely agitated <laughs> or if he's just like this fucking asshole that is playing with that shit. Well, you saw my our logo, right? Uh, yeah. From, yeah. So I'm the guy. I'm not. I'm the guy without the beard. Well, yeah, I can see your thing when you email me. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Is my face on there? Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Aww. I look like I look like I'm twelve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that just ruined it. Um, <laughs> yeah, kidding. no, I can see you. I I haven't. Um, I don't think I've aged since eighteen because I'm half. I'm part Filipino. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm Filipino and Polish, but the Filipino side uh, is more dominant for me at least. And, Good for you. Yeah, and if you've ever seen, like, Asians just don't age, or black people, honestly, but Asians right. people don't age at all. So I think I'm going to look like this till I'm, like, 45. Lucky bastard. But I'm getting, so, but my insecurity here is I'm getting, like, gray hairs on, like, my sideburns, and I'm getting a little freaked out about it. Okay, number one. Yeah. There is an alarmingly increasing number of women out there who yeah. are hot as fuck for that shit. Really? For real. I, you know what? Since I've been too young to even be able to rationally say this, mm-hmm. I've been hot for silver foxes. Yeah, but it like goes against my look. I look like I'm 21 and I have gray hair. That's the best part though, because like there are a lot of um there are a lot of people that show up in like in Twitter feed. There's uh-huh. one oh gosh. 
I don't know if he's a model or I don't know, but he always shows up in my Twitter feed. Somebody posts pictures of him and he looks young, uh-huh. but he has this like real tight, clean, trimmed gray hair. And it's just like, really? Oh, fuck. Mm, come here right now. <laughs> no, I've been taking like the little tweezers and like plucking them. I only, I, I can count them. Stop it. I can count them. I, there's probably like 15 gray hairs on like one, each side. Stop that shit. Stop it? You think so? Yeah. Really? I don't I mean, know. Who knows? Who knows more about what women like? Women? Or you? Mm, debatable. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> Seriously, stop that shit. Stop it. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, I'll take that into consideration because it is a fucking pain in the ass to have to pluck these hairs. Sometimes I miss and I pull like a a regular brown, brown blackish hair and I'm like, fuck, that's like some of the good hair. Yeah. But, but the good thing for me is I have really thick hair. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not, at least on my, I think it's my f- mom's dad's side. They never went like completely bald. So I don't, I'm not losing my hair, which is good. I'd rather have gray hair than lose my hair. I'd rather have either down between my legs. I mean, whatever, but... What'd you say? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. You'd, you'd rather... Okay, all right. Um. Yeah, quit worrying about that shit. Like, you think so? Yeah. If you're worried about vapid shit, you're going to get a vapid girl. A vapid? I haven't any heard anyone say vapid in a really long time. I'm going to have to vapid. Nothing... Nothing to uh, offer. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is like, I'm pretty confident in myself. I think I, I have a very um, engaging personality, but I respect like someone that can talk to me for a little bit and mm-hmm. not talk about just stupid shit. So I don't think I'll ever get a vapid girl. Maybe at least for not like a one night, like a one night, maybe, but like a relationship. I don't think I could deal with a vap. I don't think a vapid girl would interest me. Well, then quit worrying about vapid stuff. And if your hair goes gray, let it go gray. Let it go gray? Okay, I'm, I'll take it from you. I'll let my hair go gray. Ren says. <laughs> Relationship advice from Ren. Yep. Okay, Okay. here's a good one. Here's a question. I'm sure you've had, in your 10,000 conversations, you've had guys bring up relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. What have you learned about relationships from these men? Oh, wow. Um... That I'm not sure I want one. Ever? I mean, I do. But I have learned that... Yeah, see, this might get too serious. Like, Hey, this is a serious <sighs> podcast. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> um, I've learned that people aren't willing to invest as much as they expect. Mm. I've learned that um, relationships are very flimsy. Mm. I've learned that relationships are messy and that, um, I mean, it's definitely taught me about what I want in a relationship because you know what? Nobody. Okay. So nobody wants somebody who's going to step out of the relationship and find fulfillment somewhere else. No, that's gotta be like one of the most heartbreaking things ever. Yeah. 
And yeah. I'll be the first to agree. I'll be the first to proclaim that if you're in a relationship and you're not giving your partner your best self and and fulfilling your partner, mm-hmm. um, they should either leave or get fulfilled. Because mm-hmm. it's your job. It's both people's job in a relationship to do that. Um, and it doesn't happen. And that's sad. So I've learned that they're flimsy. Mm. What do you think the, if you had to guess, how many people do you think are cheating on their, their significant others? Like what's a percentage? 65 to 70. Damn. <laughs> I would, I would argue it's probably pretty high too. Yeah. I feel like, um, I heard this one time from a guy I had on the show. His name's David Taylor, but it wasn't on my show. Um, but he said it on actually voice from the underground and I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, most people, when it comes to anything, especially relationships, most people only want the good, mm-hmm. but they don't want to deal with the bad. And there's mm-hmm. good and bad in everything in relationships in owning a house and owning a car career, everything. Like there's good stuff and there's bad stuff and you don't get to choose only the good stuff. You have to deal with the bad stuff as well. Yep. I feel like most people, they get in their relationships and they have these ideas of how it's supposed to be. And then but all the other bullshit, they're like, I'm not going to compromise on the on, on other that stuff. Yeah. Um, so then they look for like, and then they, the, that bad stuff starts to like, they don't even deal with it. So then it starts to like egg them on or like eat away at their soul and they start to look for fulfillment and on other places. At least that's yep. where I've, where I've seen. Yeah. And honestly, like, I, I'm sort of non-traditional when it comes to relationships. Like, I think it's okay if two people need to find, because I don't think one person can be all things for another person. No. I think it's okay if they're not. And if, if that person needs to find something somewhere else, but that needs to be that needs to be addressed in the very beginning. Like, you know what? I know that I'm kind of hard to please and I know that I have really high expectations and, you know, I, I just have these ideals that I'm not entirely sure one person can fulfill. And maybe, you know, we need to talk about whether or not we're willing to address that in an adult way that happens. Um, but we've always been so shamed and conditioned in the thinking that, you know, relationships have to only be between two people and, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, I mean, religion's a big... every Thursday night. And, <laughs> religion's you know. a huge part of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're conditioned to believe you're supposed to have one partner for the rest of your life. Yeah. Missionary sex. What's your, what are your thoughts on missionary sex? Well, okay, wait. I mean, I love, <laughs> I love missionary sex. I love looking in my partner's eyes. I love like, uh, I love that like, well, I, you're not paying me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can get as detailed as you want. <laughs> I bet I can. Um, no, missionary sex is fine between two people that have like fire ass sex. I love that. That's I love that missionary is like, oh, you're doing missionary. You guys are boring as fuck. Like that, that's just like the like the the stereotype around missionaries. Like, oh, you guys are you guys are you guys. What are you fucking like virgins? What the hell's wrong with you two? 
No, missionary is some good sex with two people with fire ass chemistry. But, um, you know, right now, and oh my God, especially right now, there are all these people arguing that sex is only for procreation and you're not even supposed to enjoy it. And mm. uh, so unfortunately, you know, when everybody thinks of missionary sex, that's what they think about, like baby making sex. But um pretty sure you can make babies all the other positions too. You absolutely can. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a fucking scientist or anything, but I feel like yeah. you can do it in those other positions. And if you ask some people, you can even make a baby from like a wash rag with spunk on it, but <laughs> those, what the people, fuck? <laughs> those people vote. Those people vote. That's all I'm gonna say. Um so yeah, where were we? What were you talking about? I don't know. We just are on the path. Oh, we were talking about relationships. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You you were like saying that um, you don't think one person can fulfill everything in someone's life, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, like some people need that yin and yang. Like I like for I like really gentle, intimate, sensual mm-hmm. relations. And then I like rip my clothes off, push me against the wall, hoist up my ass and fucking drill me into the wall. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes one person can't be both those things, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes they can, but I couldn't spend forever with somebody who couldn't, if he wasn't willing to say, okay, you know what, if you need to go find that guy that will just drill you into the wall, then as long as you're coming home to me and as long as we are good, fine. Mm. I feel like, yeah, monotony is the, the death of relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For you sure. You need to always be doing something, whether it be different fucking positions or whether it be travel or some sort of shit where it's like, because when you get in routine, then it's like, that's like what kills a lot of relationships, I think, is routine yeah. as well. Where it's like, okay, it's nine o'clock, honey. We haven't had sex in a while. Let's have sex. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's go to bed. Okay. I don't want to do this any longer than an hour. Is it in yet? Put it in. All right. Good. We're done. <laughs> Can't even hear him at the foot of the bed, much less two houses down. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. Not for right. me. Then wake up in the morning and continue on your fucking routine. Yeah. That that would suck. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I definitely don't think I'll ever get in that to that point where I have a routine relationship because i just think i i don't think i could handle that either no no and i don't think any you know well there are people that are made for that like there are, i mean there are people that enjoy like having something that is stable and then mm-hmm. and like they know they know what to expect and there are people that enjoy that for sure mm-hmm. but i think a lot of people i think most people if you changed it up just one time, just change it up one time. See what happens. Yep. Just change it up. Let's just put our, keep either person on their toes a little bit. It's true. It's true. Um, I don't like, you'd be amazed though. Like I was with somebody for a long time who just could not, and I don't want a dominant man. Don't mistake me. I just want a sexually aggressive man sometimes. Mm. And he could not, be that to save his life like i would 
not beg, but I would just be like, it's okay. Like you really, (laughs) you really can. And he would just get so awkward and so nervous. And the minute he would try, he'd be like, am I hurting you? I'm like, oh no, please just do it. Oh man. No, he couldn't. And you know, great person, great intimate connection, but could that person fulfill me forever? Mm-mm. No. How important is, you think, uh, the sex life in a relationship? Mm, I mean, okay. Complex answer. Complex. It, okay. You have to have, you have to have amazing chemistry when you go there. But for me, like in a really successful relationship, it's way down at the bottom of the list in importance because okay. if you don't have all the other stuff that's at the top, the sex isn't going to be that great anyway. Mm. Um, and, you know, life happens sometimes. And when you're too busy to make that connection, mm-hmm. but you're not fulfilling each other in all the important ways, sex doesn't matter whether it's good or so. I don't think it's as important as everybody makes it out to be because without all the other stuff, it's just sex anyway. And we can get that anywhere. Yes, you can. Well, nowadays you shouldn't be doing that. No, don't do that. (laughs) You physically can, can (laughs) not should. Yeah. 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 Um, for a meaningful, good, long-term relationship, I don't think it's as important as everybody makes it out to be because what's important is being able to make each other laugh and supporting each other in your endeavors. Because what happens if you've had this amazing firecracker sex life for 10 years mm-hmm. and your partner is in a debilitating accident and yeah, is I was just going to say, you, you lose a leg. Yeah, like or worse, (laughs) you know, like paralyzed from the neck down. Right. What do you have then? You have to completely revise how to connect with each other that way. Mm -hmm. So it's it's down there. It's down there. Okay. For me, for Mm -hmm. me. Do you um when you're talking on the phone with someone or in real in tangible life let's not call it real life let's call it tangible life do you do you know right away like when you have a spark with someone or is it sometimes is it can this spark be found later in conversation both both okay yeah there are definitely people that i have thought oh my god it's not uh, i would rather poke my eyeballs out with hot pokers like and then they just kind of grow on me. And mm-hmm. there are people that I literally know from like five seconds into the conversation that, oh, yeah. yeah I like the way my tummy feels right now. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, that's funny. I've noticed both, too. I've seen people just meet each other and it's like hot and bothered right away. But mm-hmm. then I've, I've seen people that have known each other for years five ten years and all of a sudden they're dating like ten years later it's like what the fuck he was right there the entire time but something people can grow on each other yeah crystallizing moment there's always a crystallizing moment like what do you mean by that well um there's almost in, in those cases there's almost always something 
demonstrable that happens. Like, um, I was having a really, really hard, bad, bad night and he brought me ice cream or Mm. there's just almost something like measurable that happens. And sometimes it does subtly naturally grow and evolve. But I feel Mm -hmm. like in those instances, there's some sort of vulnerability and that vulnerability is met in just the right way. That makes vulnerability on your side either. Okay. That makes the other person go, Holy shit. That motherfucker cares. This is something different than I thought it was. Oh, yeah. 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 Huh. I feel something in my nether regions. Yep. <laughs> Who talks like that? Me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's say one of someone listened to this and they're like, I like Ren, I'm gonna call her. Um, how do they keep you on the phone? <laughs> how do they keep me on the phone? Yeah. I mean, how have you kept me on this recording? Just by talking to you? Yeah. Just by hanging out and being normal? Yeah. I mean, you know, granted, eventually, obviously, when it's that dynamic, things are going to graduate in a Mm -hmm. different way after a little while. But um, just be engaging. Like, there's nothing that'll turn me off faster than a one-upper or than somebody who... What's that expression? Um, waiting, uh, waiting for <sighs> listening is more than waiting for your turn to speak. You know, like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, if I can tell a guy doesn't give a shit about what I have to say about anything and he's just, you know, going through the motions so that he can talk, which is part of what I do to a degree, but that doesn't mean I have to love it. Mm-hmm. Um, just being engaging and being natural and yeah I think that's important too is most people don't that that's a great quote most people just are aren't really listening they're just waiting they're just mm-hmm. like okay what's my next point what's my next point okay mm-hmm. they're not actually taking the time to be like okay this is what she said and now my next thing that I'm going to say is going to be based off of what she said yeah Exactly. Let's have exactly. a conversation instead of me just making points. Yeah. Um, uh, there's something to be said about a mix of... Here's another thing that I've learned about men. Okay. They have the... They have a really skewed idea of empathy. Okay. Um, so like when I was going through this stuff with my dad, the people that really won me over were the people who were like, what can I do? Do you just Mm. need to talk? Do you just need for me to talk? Do you need a gift card so you can get your next tar? But like, what can I do? The people that made me want to not sign in for days at a time mm-hmm. for the people who are like, Oh yeah, my uncle lost his toe one time. So I totally know what you're going through. <laughs> Fuck you. Right. It's like, uh, it's showing sympathy instead of empathy. So 
that's that's a common man thing. Like, um, just be a nice person for God's mm-hmm. sake. Like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I could see. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's just. I think it's just people in general. Like, there's it's some true. that can show empathy and some some that can't. It's true. Women are really bad about it. My mom is horrible about it. Like yeah. you've never experienced anything that she hasn't experienced ten times as bad and oh, for ten times as long. And yeah, I mean, women are super bad about it too. But I don't have women call me. So that was going to be one of my questions: Is do women ever call you? Three times ever only. Really? That's it? I know. It's horrible. I would love it. But strangely enough, um, when it did happen, as excited as I was, I froze the fuck up. I'm like, oh, my God. What do I do? This isn't routine. Yeah. This isn't what I'm used to. I haven't been trained for this. Yeah. This is not (laughs) what I've been practicing for. I didn't go to school for this freaked me out and I probably like blew it because I was just like uh, hi <laughs> like, I know what to do oh, that's that's crazy I would have thought because like every night I'm sure at a strip club girls come like a girl comes in probably at least like twice two three times a week probably right mm-hmm. sure, like it, it's probably. not a, it's not a it's not a taboo thing for a girl to walk in Um, I feel like Girls would call. I feel like it. Like there's girls that would do it. That's crazy to me, or it's it's interesting to me that there's only been three out of ten thousand. Yeah, girls aren't super prone to pay for companionship. They're just not. Ah, uh, yeah. Because we don't have to. Yeah, you really don't. And men don't have to. It's great that they do. And I love that they do. And not just for my own benefit. I think it's really symbolic to me that men will do that. I think, I think the world has this horrible skewed idea of what sex work really is, but um, women just don't, I don't know. Are you considered in that field sex work? Well, I think so. I mean, a sex worker is providing privilege in exchange for monetization. So, or pleasure, not privilege. Uh, <laughs> a sex yeah, I was worker. Like, privilege? <laughs> we give you privilege. Um, a sex <laughs> worker provides pleasure for monetization. So, oh, okay. I guess, yeah. I mean, I didn't know. I, I was like, but you're not having sex. Right. <laughs> but it's sexual pleasure. Every time, guaranteed. Mm, not a money back <laughs> not a money back guarantee no, no money back that's for sure yeah no do you, do you ever have guys go fucking hey this was t- i don't like this i should have got my i should get my money back mm-hmm. yeah is it but it, there's no recourse right uh, they can get their money back um i can agree to a refund and they can get their money back oh really you shouldn't have said that mm-hmm, i don't care you don't care you're like if this if he care. sucks i don't give a fuck take yeah. your money yeah, exactly. Because you know what? Me freeing up me freeing up my time with him makes me available for somebody that makes me really happy. So mm. Well, how are you on time? I'm fine. You're fine? Okay. We'll go like ten, mm-hmm. fifteen more minutes because I actually right when we got when I got home I showered and I haven't eaten dinner yet, so my stomach is like in knots. But I can, I like talking to you so we can keep going for a little bit. Tony, you're not supposed to eat this late. See? I haven't eaten dinner. 
what am I supposed to do? Am, am I supposed to not eat? Well, I, just, I just did a hard work. Like I did a hard workout. No, it wasn't sex. I did it was a, like a workout. That's I do. A so I do CrossFit and oh yeah, I'm one of those douches. So I do that and usually I eat right after. I, but I, I delayed all that because I was like, I'm having Ren on and I can't, I can't make, I can't make this girl wait. And you can't chew in my ear as you yeah. learned if you listen long enough the other night. Chew- <laughs> Anyway, chewing on a podcast is like the worst thing you could do. Yeah, it's so bad. It's so gross. annoying. I mean, I love Haas so. Oh, much. he's it's a fantastic not, dude. It's not even funny, but I'm like, dude, <laughs> you're gonna make me vomit on your podcast, and that'll probably be the first time that's ever happened. So, <laughs> <laughs> it'll either smash your ratings, or uh, I don't know. Do, yeah. you, do you stay fit? Well, well, you're doing the fasting thing. Yeah. Um, I need to, I need to have better habits and that's what, that's what part of what this is all about. Like I need to be more disciplined because I have been riding the, eh, I'm fine away for a very long time mm-hmm. and women are just wired differently. It's going to catch up to me. So mm. <clears throat> I do need to start being more disciplined and I would love nothing more in the fucking world than to have a house work my shit over. But, um, <laughs> he, yeah, he's in, uh, he's in group, uh, fitness. Yeah. I would, that's what, that would be what I'd recommend. I wouldn't recommend necessarily CrossFit, although if you like it, do it, mm-hmm. but I would recommend some sort of group fitness class mm-hmm. because it mm-hmm. holds you accountable. Right. Not only to yourself and you're paying in advance. So you're like, fuck, if I'm paying, I have to go. Right. But, right. You, but you're going to a class so you know when it's going to be. You don't have to think because they plan the workout for you and you're done in like an hour. Right. And hopefully it's a great workout and you have like good coaches, but like, you don't have to think, you know, every time it's going to be there, you're paying for it and you're held accountable. Right. Instead of like going to the gym and being like, oh, I'm going to go on the elliptical now and then I'm going to pick up these weights and maybe do some curls. And I'm tired. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And it, especially if yeah. you don't have someone that you can go with consistently. Right. It's really, unless you're like super self-motivated about your body. It's tough to do that all the time. Yeah. I, w- I wasn't able to. I'm not. I have made a commitment that, like, I'm going to um, use the facilities on the boat just because I'm going to be eating like um, like I'm going to get off the boat and walk into my 600-pound life. But <laughs> um, I have made a commitment to do that. So hopefully that will, like, kickstart some. I'm going to walk the deck every day. Um, because hello, I'm going to have like Alaska in the background and, um, I'm going to use the gym. So yeah, here's hoping. Here's hoping. (laughs) I mean, all you have to do though, is you literally just have to be like one day I'm going to do, here's the thing. If you do something for 30 consecutive days, it becomes, it becomes part of your routine. Yeah. It becomes, it becomes a habit because like motivation wanes on a daily basis like you could be super motivated one day and then the next day you're like fuck i'm not i'm not doing that i'm fucking tired and sick but if you do something if you make it a point to do something like literally in a calendar like check it off every day i'm doing this 30 days in a row by the end of that you'll be like if you don't do that thing you'll feel like you should you like you'll feel bad that you don't do it right so if you just go 30 days in a row of something you want to do it becomes a habit 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not to preach to you too much, but uh-huh. just trying to help you out, Ren. I know. I care. I care. You know, you're oh, down there. You're down. Met. You're down there in southern Illinois, just wallowing away like in the middle not, of all this corn yeah in the middle of all that corn <laughs> just like not working out being like i'm good i'm, I'm good entirely sloth <laughs> i do things i just i could tell in your voice you're like i need to do more masturbation burns a lot of calories does it was that what do you think how many that doesn't burn that much does it let's find out hang on we're gonna look, look it up. This up google this shit we're okay. on computers Masturbation. And how often are you doing that? Well, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> oh, dollar sixty-five. <laughs> <laughs> See, you already have my rate memorized. You're doing the mental math. You're like, okay, dollar sixty-five times. Okay, you can lose between one hundred to one hundred fifty calories for each act of masturbation, according to the Young People's Reproductive and Sexual Health and Rights Organization. <laughs> you can raise that amount to around three hundred calories, though, through a five-minute vigorous masturbation session. <laughs> what vigorous? Like, what does that mean? Well, that's like the hips thrusting and sweat uh, building, and not just like. Yeah, that's okay. Just like I gotta get this in so I can get it in, and yeah. okay, that felt good for that minute. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, I feel like I feel like you can get it in other ways. I'm just saying, you know, do the masturbation, and the, but then <laughs> thank you. Tag it thank with you. tag it with the workout, so you have a you're double teaming that shit. Uh, Anthony, Tony. You don't know how vigorous my masturbation. I don't. I don't. Are. We just met. I, I don't really know. like that word. I'm going to use it all the time now. Vigorous, vigorous. masturbation. Yeah. If you do some vigorous <laughs> masturbation, you're on the path to where you want to be. <laughs> I masturbated vigorously today. <laughs> and it was amazing. And I lost so much weight. Yes. <laughs> I masturbated that ding dong right off my ass. <laughs> I, know, I know we talked about this earlier, but seriously, your voice is like the quintessential phone sex. Is it like female TJ or does TJ still win? <sighs> I, feel like, I feel like TJ still. TJ's got that. I don't even know. <laughs> We've talked about him so much, but he does have that voice. He does. It's, he, it's, he has it that radio voice. Yeah. It should be a crime. It's he has that really voice sexy. that he should be hosting like late night like talk shows where they play like a, like a what you call it a saxophone. Like his his intro right? should have like a like a saxophone, and then he comes in. Hey, and just, baby. Yeah. Right? <laughs> hey, this is TJ with the. Uh... Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then he should good. just be called. Taking callers, preferably female, um, where they just call in and they talk about like their their issues with their relationships and stuff, or their right. sexual, and he can just like talk them back into shape. He can be that Ryan Gosling meme that "Hey girl, it's okay if you wanna," you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he can be that only like <laughs> live. Yeah, there is only one, and it's funny. Well, 
prior to tonight, there is only one other podcaster, and I've actually never been on their podcast. I was just a really big fan for a long time. And his voice is like completely different Mm -hmm. and completely not even in like the same demographic, but he's the only prior to tonight other podcaster who um, I've listened to and just been like, Fuck, I don't care what you say. Just oh, say you're, it. So you're saying tonight you liked what I was saying. You liked just me talking? <laughs> I'll have to say that because I'm talking to you. Uh, <laughs> no, you do have a really nice voice. Yeah, rate, um, my, rate my voice. It's not TJ level for sure. Rate it? No, it's not a TJ level. No. Um, oh, God. I wish I, could, I wish I could say the name of this podcast that I was a part of for a while, but... Uh. My remember when I messaged you and I'm like, my dog doesn't like all male voices. Wait, say that again. When I messaged you earlier and told you that, oh, you might not have gotten my email. My dog. Oh yes, yes. Doesn't love all male voices. Right, right, right. So I ha- I had completely erased this podcast from my mind, and they just popped up in my feed because somebody retweeted them or whatever, and I played them, and my dog went crazy. Like they have the worst voices ever. <laughs> So, like, on a scale of them to TJ, you're absolutely like a nine. Oh, eight, wow. Eight, eight, nine. Damn. Yeah. I'll take an eight, nine. Yeah, for I sure. I feel like I got, like, a bro voice. Maybe? I don't know. I, that would That's how I would describe it. Then again, I'm not continually listening to myself. Literally, I do these podcasts and I don't even listen back because I don't, I don't care. I've lived them. I don't need to listen. I'm not the type to want to listen back to myself talk. Right, but, right. But I feel like I have like a I feel like I have like a broy like fratty kind of voice. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. Maybe. Because like you could have a like TJ if TJ talked like um like pretty much everybody who lives where I live talks, then mm-hmm. I would be like, I don't like your voice. <laughs> mm, right. <laughs> like, I seen you as at the, like, no. <laughs> you don't like um, a Southern kind of drawl? That's not Southern. That's ignorant redneck. Oh, okay. Um, Like, bad grammar and, yeah. Sure. So, I think you're, like, way more articulate and thoughtful, mindful than what you're describing to me okay all right i'll take that oh i like to have i like to like surprise people like you're like oh i'm just talking to this fucking jock that talks about on his podcast how he hooks up with girls and then you realize you're talking to me like oh wait what (laughs) that's not him yeah yeah well you got a nice voice as well (laughs) (laughs) really you do wow you but you have that like you have that you accentuate the last letter of words. You do that thing. Like, wow. Like, you have the, um, I don't I don't know. It's like the quintessential phone sex voice. Okay. It's flirty. It's definitely <laughs> flirty. It's like, I remember right off the bat talking to you, I was going, oh, yeah, she does. She definitely works. This is not surprising. <laughs> this is not surprising. That's just me, though. Like, it's really not a bit. Like, it's just. I don't know. Well, it's how I interact with people I'm comfortable with, you know. Yeah. If I'm, yeah. I was worried. I was going, is this going to is this going to devolve into just a bit where she's doing her bit and I have to try to reel her in and then or I just play along with the bit and the entire conversation is just us flirting and doing a bit. 
I'm glad it didn't. I mean, I mean, if it, it turned into a bit, I, I would see if I could hold my own. That's part of the reason I do this is just to test myself and see if I can talk to as many different fucking people as possible. So right, right. It would have been interesting, but I'm glad it turned into a regular conversation. Sorry, I didn't give you enough of a challenge. No. How did I hold up as far as the challenge? The uh, the not to to make this not boring. Uh, you did well. Did you well. Did well. Okay. I mean, it it wasn't boring. You know, it's inevitable that people are going to ask the same questions I've been asked a hundred times. You got to be. You got to. Yeah, you, you, if you're on the show first time, you got to ask those questions. Right. It's we, fine. We got to get to know you. Well, I'm getting a little hungry. <laughs> yeah, I <would> think so. <laughs> um, but is there anything you want to plug before you we we end this? Um, if you dig me and you enjoy listening to me, find my Twitter, uh, at songbird Ren, all one word, Ren with a W, not Ren like Ren and Stimpy. Um, and if you can't figure that out, my website is sweetvirtualgirlfriend.com. There you will find my blog and all the links you need to get a hold of me. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Ren. Enjoy your trip, first off. Yes. Get out get out to Alaska and eat everything <laughs> and maybe spend a little time in the gym, but mostly walk the deck and have a great time. Yes. Um, and when you get back and in the future, we should definitely uh, hook up again and Bo have you show. on the podcast. Because uh, you're interesting as fuck, and I appreciated your conversation. So. Aw, thank you. It's been a pleasure. No problem. This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. And welcome to the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. Hey, Ian. Yeah. Did you know you could find us on the Danger Entertainment Network? Danger. Danger that's right. Sounds dangerous. It, it is. It's, it's a tad bit dangerous. You'd be shocked to find that out. You know, there's a bunch of great podcasts you can find there. Our friends from the History of Bad Ideas podcast, Who the What Now, the Sodded Geek. No, they retired. That's right. They retired. They retired. But there are a bunch of other great podcasts you can find there, along with us. You know, we're the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast, and we do pop culture and chili cheese dogs and whatever else floats our fancy. Yeah. Check us out. For sure. For sure. We're we're on most podcatchers, so give us a look. Peace.